0: Hey everybody, welcome to Long Story Short the podcast. I'm Megan and I'm Wendy, and we're your best friends on the internet. Today is January's pop culture club episode where we're sharing everything we're reading, watching and listening to and what we think you should potentially read, watch and listen to as well. Outside of the podcast, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok. We are at Megan and Wendy. We are also available via email. For new you. year, new emails. Yes, send us your emails, Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. If you want to say hi, let us know what's going on in your lives. We're, we're, we're all ears. Any feedback you have on recent episodes, we welcome it all. And for just $5 a month, you can support the podcast, and in return you can get access to regular bonus episodes that we call What's Good, which is a more unfiltered. Megan and Wendy are more... Our most recent What's Good episode is a speedy deep dive into our trip to Denver in December. Yeah, that was fun. We'd love to have you at patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. Let's hop right in with a post-holiday check-in. Yeah, this is mostly a question for you. How's really? it going? Well, because you, don't you experience like some post-holiday blues? Typically, the past couple of years I haven't. Oh, interesting. I'll say we were texting each other on December 25th, like done. Yeah. We had just hit a holiday wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> For me and my family, December 23rd, December 24th, December 25th are big, busy family days. It's a lot if you like your alone time, mm. right? If you don't get any like quiet time if you're hosting somebody or being at somebody's house right. or whatever it's a lot yeah yeah so by the end of december 25th i was just ready to be alone in my house mm-hmm. with my family on my couch in my jammies no longer entertaining or being entertained yeah we slowly took down the decorations we didn't do one big cleanup day we did take everything out of the rooms and then we did the outside and then we did the kitchen and then the last thing to go down was the tree. I have mixed feelings about how I feel about that process. On one hand, we didn't spend all day one day doing it. Uh On the other hand, I was telling my husband, I'm like, it just felt like it was constantly hanging over my head. More cleaning to do today. But I was so ready to hit January running. I'm not really sad to see it go. That shocks me. (laughs) Well, here's one potential reason why. Okay. I think this year, more than any other year, I've done so many of the things that I've said I'm going to do. Yeah. I mean, you and I went on a four-day trip in the middle of the season. That blows my mind that that was even possible. Mm Mm-hmm. We were like, we should go cookie decorating. And then we took a cookie decorating class. I threw a party. I went to a party. I, I just, we did a lot. I felt like we made a lot out of the season. That's good. I, I feel good about it. I'm so happy for you. I was glad to see it boxed yeah. up and put away. <laughs> My house is back to normal now. It does feel good. Doesn't your house feel bigger once everything gets put away? Yes. I love it. So many clean surfaces. I freaking love it. Yeah, me too. I freaking love it. Yeah. I was not sad to see it go this year. Mm. Yeah. You know I was excited for what's to come just because we have a me lot of Me too. Like we're busy, you and I yes. are busy with doing work stuff. So that's I was like looking forward to Same. that. Like I was ready to, to like, happen. Immediately step into that. Yeah, me too. I wanted to make a work schedule. I went to Target a couple of days after Christmas and I almost bought a whiteboard. Oh my God. That would have been it like so amazing. In my hand. <laughs> Get out. But <laughs> based on the next point I'm about to make, I did put it back. Okay, because well. We are both doing a no-spend challenge for January. Now, you brought it up. You're like, I'm going to do a no-spend. And I just piggybacked right on that. Uh And I'm curious to hear your reason why you decided to do that. I'm not sure that we've done it in the past unsuccessfully. Uh, I'm always unsuccessful at it just because, like, I rely on, like, DoorDash and, you know, to feed my family. (laughs) The reason I wanted to do it this year is just I felt like we had just come off of a season of spending, like, being very indulgent with our mm-hmm. money, buying mm-hmm. gifts and this and that. It just I hate to see the bills roll in mm-hmm. in January, and just and then I know that like property taxes are going to be due mm-hmm. in a couple months, mm-hmm. and like all you know, whatever, all that stuff, right? Plus, we are also planning a really big trip in the oh, spring, yeah. so like I'm just trying to be more conservative with what I'm. Sp- freely spending money. Sure. On. I have not been a hundred percent. I haven't I? been great. And it's mostly because I forget things like out of habit, we just, oh, let's go make a Starbucks run. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's stuff like that. But I am proud of myself where we've been out shopping and I'll go, ooh, I want that. And then I actually will stop and be like, no, I can wait. It can wait. I don't I've really been analyzing what I want and what I need. Yes. You know? So that's why wanted to do it. What about you? Well, for similar reasons, December is always just kind of a hemorrhage of money, and mm-hmm. I I lose my filter in what I want and what I need because I feel like, oh, it's a gift for me. Oh, it's a gift for my kids. Everything's a gift. It's fun. It's a celebration. And I needed a reset, and I needed, like you said, to remind myself of the difference between want and need. Right. For me, doing a no-spend challenge is never about saving money. And I'll tell you why. It's because to me, saving is an action. Yeah. I have to actually do something to save money. Not spending is very passive. It's just an absence of an action. So I feel like if people are listening, in my mind, it's important to differentiate the two. Like if you want to save money, you need to take that money and do something with it. Right. We like have, you know, we're pretty dialed in on a budget. So- I just wanted to get really clear about what I need and what I don't need. That said, January ends up being a very expensive month. Both my kids are going to camp either this month or next month. So I pay for that. There's always a bunch of the dog needed to go to the groomer. So when I look at it, I'll come out even, Mm -hmm. but I did need that mental reset So I've been doing two things because I've got the gimme so bad right now (laughs) and it's partially fueled by, I quote, can't buy it. Yeah. makes me want it more. Of course. So I have been, I add things to my Amazon cart and just let it sit there. I got a cart full of stuff. That feels good to just know that you're putting it in there. I won't, in my mind, I'm like, I can make a decision later if Mm -hmm. I really want it. And then... I've also been adding things to a list in a note, which isn't very long, but it just makes me feel like I can look back at this at the end of the month and think, do I actually still want any of this stuff now that that impulse has passed? And I could use a little, what's the word? Delayed gratification. Sure. Sure. I need to teach that to my 15 year old, almost 15 year old. Mm. She needs, it's, it's a lot of like, can I have it? I want it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, and it's because of me. Cause <laughs> I go, okay. Okay. Sure. You know, yeah. it's bad. It's a bad habit. Well, let's check back in, in February and see, see how, yeah, how good idea. Did. I can tell you that I, I'm not doing great, but I'm doing better than I, in my everyday life. I would say t- we haven't door dashed. Well, okay. Not true. Have we DoorDash? I can't remember. We ordered pizza the other night. But I have made, my family is making fun of me because I made dinner like four nights in a yeah. row, and They're like, what is happening here? And I was like, I'm trying to do a no spend January, you know, because it falls on me sure. if we're going to order dinner or not. You're like, we just saved $400. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it is so expensive to DoorDash. Every time when we do it, I'm like, why did lunch cost $50? I, it's when always, if we had gone to get it, it would have been 12 I know, always. Well, Good. Being an adult is real hard. It does suck sometimes. Tell me uh, what you did. A DIY project at home? I did. Uh, so, purchased in December. I was influenced. TikTok made me buy it. They're using the Just For Men beard dye on their eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And I have blonde eyebrows, and I often get them tinted. But it, it's kind of expensive. What? The eye the tinting? Eyebrow- yeah. Yeah. To go, you know, I to can't spend, remember what it is it's offhand. Like $45. Uh, something that only lasts like a month, four weeks. Right? Yeah. You have to continuously go back. It feels like it's not necessary, but I always like it when it's done. Mm-hmm. And a box of Just For Men beard dye is $9.50. And you can use it multiple times. Oh, can you? I was going to ask. Yeah. I've heard people say like eventually the developer will go bad. Yeah. But even if you could get a few uses out of it, even at a single use, it's a uh, 75% savings. Yeah. So I put it on and at first I took it off really, I did one eyebrow and I took it off really quickly (laughs) and then nothing happened. And so then I was like, okay, I'll leave it on a little bit longer. And then I wiped it off after a few minutes because I was still going shorter. I just didn't want them to be too dark. Yeah. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of color change. And then I noticed they like kept getting darker. And I thought, oh, maybe I didn't get it all off because if it's still developing. Yeah. So then I went and like scrubbed. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is making me panic for you. But the first, whenever I get my eyebrows tinted, I think she does a great job. But the first day is always shockingly dark. And then it fades. (laughs) So it was about that dark, about as dark as it is when I get them tinted. It Uh was not terrifyingly dark. I think thought it looked the same. The only difference is I didn't have them professionally waxed, uh-huh. so they didn't look as They didn't look like fantastic. sharp and nice right. and perfect, yeah. But hey. I'll take the fact that A, I could do them at home. Mm-hmm. B, it saved me a ton of money, mm-hmm. and I didn't ruin them. So is that product approved for using by your eyes like I'm that? sure it isn't. Yeah, this scares me. I'm sure it isn't, but... It's hair dye that they're using on your eyebrows when you go in, anyway. Not me. Not when I was doing it. You it did henna, but she didn't do henna for me. Oh, really? hmm. She had a the color a color that was different. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, no, don't get it in your eyes. Be very careful. Gosh, you scare me. I'm not recommending this for anybody. I'm just sharing my experience. Oh, that's good. And it was a positive one. I'm and I would excited do it again. for you. That's good. Now I don't ever have to do that again because you know, I got, got microbladed. I got microbladed, and it was the best money I've ever spent. I know. I wish. I'm. I'm. Yours looks fantastic. I'm still afraid of it. Why? I don't know. What if it? oxidizes oddly on my skin and I'm, turns green yeah, or I mean, that could happen i guess but yeah i've been really happy for with yeah mine. no and yours i, I keep asking very like, natural do they need to be touched up like what you know but no not yet let's take a very quick break and come right back with our pop culture club lineup It's time for Pop Culture Club, where we talk about everything we're watching and reading and listening to, and let's hop right in with Wendy's very long list of things that she's been I watching. Know, I'm embarrassed, but like, this is what I did over the last couple of weeks, yeah. I think. So, you know, it just is what it is, guys. And it's all over the place. So the first thing I'll start with is I am doing a rewatch of uh, Laguna Beach. Is that new to Netflix? Uh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. The real Orange County, the reality show. Yes. 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 From 2003. Starting when they're in high school. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And their behavior is very cringeworthy. The way that they speak to each other. Uh A lot of whores and sluts and uh, the R word a whole lot. You know, it's just... Like, ooh. <laughs> it makes me a little uncomfortable to watch it. A lot of drinking on camera, which, like, I'm like, you're in high school. Wow. Like, a lot of red cups, you know? Uh huh. Uh huh. But can clearly tell that it's not a soda in there. They, you can clearly tell that they'd been drinking. So, anyway, I've been watching that again. I've seen it time and time again, but later when we talk about what we're listening to, it, it will all tie together. Uh huh. Next thing I've been watching on Netflix is Last Chance U Basketball. Now, that was a football series before. They did like three or four seasons of football, and then they've done uh, two seasons of basketball. The first season of basketball ended with the 2020 COVID year. Uh, They didn't get to finish their season out. uh Um, It's the same school. It's it's East L.A. Community College. I think that's what it's called. Anyway, so it's local Mm -hmm. here-ish. I just get so invested in these like kids. I want them to do well. Yeah. My husband and I watched that together. I ended up buying him a t-shirt from the school oh. for Christmas. <laughs> now, is their goal here to either get picked up by a four-year university or drafted into professional sports? Yes. Okay. yes. And sometimes it's it's with the football one originally, it was it was the model was like kids who were at a division 1 school and like messed up and now they're back at like the junior Uh college level trying to get back in their last chance right that model has changed a little bit this is the basketball is like some kids who who played at like a division one school right out of high school and then maybe didn't have the grades and then got kicked back to junior college but a lot of it like kids coming through who haven't had the opportunity or don't have the opportunities to get picked up from like a big school Uh so they start at the junior college level and then they're really Hungry and fighting for mm-hmm. for these spots, and yes, they want to go to Division One, Division School Two school. Nobody's ever trying to get drafted to the NBA out of junior college, but it's just it's it's very like motivating, mm-hmm. inspiring. It's not motivating. I'm like I'm not playing basketball, yeah. but um, did we did let our our daughter watch who plays basketball, <laughs> and I I there's. So much language in yeah. this, and like I f- felt bad, but I'm like, Look, she hasn't lived in a bubble her entire life, mm-hmm. like, she's heard these words before, she knows not to use them herself, yeah. so it's fine, it's fine. But my 15 year old watched Die Hard One and Two over the break, and let me tell you, they Make using the f word a sport in the oh mood. really? <laughs> uh, so no judgment from me. I just, you know, like I'm sure she hears it at school too. So mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the music she listens to is mm-hmm. riddled with it. So you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Next up, super random. It's called the Volcano Rescue from Wakari. Mm-hmm. I think I might be saying that right. This was a documentary. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about mm-hmm. it? Did you watch it? No. I highly recommend it. Okay. It was. R- quite terrifying and really interesting where it's groups of people some who were on a cruise ship mm-hmm. that what's it called when you deboard disembark yeah they had like a tour that you should sure. like you know they're whatever and then some other people i can't even remember where what what country is this in hold on isn't it in new zealand new zealand yes mm-hmm. that's it so Anyway, you go and, like, they went to tour this, like, active volcano. Well, the volcano erupted while they were on this tiny little island. Like, can you even no, imagine? No, 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 Can you no. imagine? <laughs> and it's different because the volcano there, it wasn't, like, uh, hot lava coming up. Instead, it was, like, rock and steam and all this other... And people got, like, severely burned. Survived. There were a lot of survivors. Uh-huh. A lot of people sadly perished too but it was really interesting and i thought holy crap like how many times have well i haven't been i go to hawaii those are like there's active volcanoes yeah. in hawaii right mm-hmm. anyway it just was really interesting i think you should watch it okay if you're, if you're interested okay you're writing it down i am to me the most interesting part of it was that no one had taken a responsibility for for it, mm. you know, because this is like an act of nature, right? But don't you think like the cruise line who was offering this tour would have some responsibility, the putting those people in danger. I'm sure if you're visiting the site of an active volcano, you're signing a waiver. I don't I know. Say. Yes. It's like, you just don't even like, I'm mm. sure you just think like, that's How not- many waivers have you signed in your life? I have several. Yeah. I just sign off for my kid to go tubing, right? Yes. You don't think that terrible things are going to happen right? when you sign those away. I know. Because, and I'm sure they're thinking like, sure, when's this volcano, like, what are the odds that it's going to erupt while I'm here visiting? But it had it erupted like the- past like prior two years like nope. two years and two years before nope, that not going there yeah anyway it was wild harry and megan on netflix yeah i watched it me too really enjoyed it yeah. felt very sad for them Hmm. felt not sad very empathetic for their situation sure. that they were in their kids are real cute mm-hmm. i i have no criticism i know there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of criticism for harry and megan sure the only criticism I have is that they would call each other H and M and that would drive me crazy. Yeah. I, look, we talked about this before recording the podcast. My feeling is that like the most you can feel about them without me thinking badly about you is like you're allowed to find them annoying because they're humans. But the active hate that exists on the internet for these people only makes me think negative things about you. You, the person who is spewing hate right. about the, who you don't know. Right. Right? These essentially celebrities p- dislike them. Fine. Don't enjoy them. Fine. Don't consume what they're putting out. Fine. But the hate, it, it's not a good look. Yeah. I agree. Anyway, it was very interesting. And for someone like me who doesn't understand like the royal... What's the word I'm looking for? Protocol. Protocol and the... They call themselves the... The firm. Yes. Like, I never had any interest or understanding of it. Mm -hmm. So, like... But I thought this was super interesting, especially all the stuff about the the deals that they have with, like, the tabloids and stories and all that stuff. And it was... I just felt so... Like, their mother was killed Mm -hmm. over this keeled (laughs) their mother was killed over this Mm -hmm. stuff you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and like the panic that i'm sure harry feels about keeping his wife and children safe is real Mm -hmm. so anyway to orient you in time it's monday january 9th as we are recording this tomorrow tuesday january 10th harry's book spare will release obviously we have not read it prior to this recording and then last night um Harry was interviewed on 60 Minutes, and I'm very interested in watching that interview, but haven't yet. So that's just so everyone's aware of where we are in time. 60 Minutes. You feel rolled when you want to put on 60 Minutes. Yeah, but Anderson Cooper did the interview. Oh, I love Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Uh, Next up for me is the Chelsea Handler Revolution. Tell me what that is. Special. Oh. Oh. It's her on stage. Yeah, I want to watch that. I'm making notes. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed some of her storytelling. Some of it I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it overall. I, 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 comedians push the envelope, you know? They do. Yeah. Yes, they do. Next up is a Fox TV show. I, You know what? I heard a radio <laughs> ad for this, and I swear I thought, Wendy's totally going to watch this. <laughs> My husband and I both I go it's it's called it's called Special Forces World's Toughest Test. And this it- is like for grown ups who grew up on the challenge back when the challenge was actual real world and road rule stars. Well you know I watch the challenge regularly too. I know. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is a mix of celebrities, sports athletes. Chefs, mm. uh, they are out in Jordan. They mm. actually filmed in Jordan. Nice. Um, and part of it is like the special ops guys, like, are real, like, um, what's that Gordon Ramsay ish, uh-huh. like, you know, like real in their faces, Drill sergeant esque. Like, well, they uh, they are. Uh, they, they do act like drill sergeants, but they have like a background, like they are special ops guys. Anyway, they're putting these people through like whatever real special ops people have to go through. <laughs> and I mean, four of them dropped like flies the first episode, oh, wow, like either was dehydrated or just couldn't hang or whatever. So my husband and I were watching it and he was getting ready to go to bed and it wasn't over and over. And I was like, okay, well, hit record he's like oh i've already recorded the whole series i was like okay dude but it's funny we like make fun of people while watching it like oh by the way jamie lynn spears is on it oh and the first episode she was like it was very hard growing up in my sister's shadow blah 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 well Brittany just went for her on instagram and was like no not having it Mm -hmm. so it's kind of funny to see it like playing out in real time you know anyway Anyway, next up for me was Secrets of Playboy. Okay. I think you should watch it. Okay. I I think it's on Hulu. It originally aired on uh, a channel that I don't have access to. Okay, And they talk about the history of Playboy, how terrible Hugh Hefner was, how terrible his friends were, Bill Cosby, (gasps) Uh, just lots of stuff like that. Real interviews with former Playmates, including Holly, Holly Madison. Medicine. You know I love her, um, apologetically. Yeah. It was dark. Oh. Real dark. Okay. If you want to do a deep dive into the history of Playboy. I, I do. I suggest- a, I wrapped all my Christmas presents watching like this 10 series mm. <laughs> or 10 episode series. Yeah. Really interesting and like horrible at the same time. Mm-hmm. I got a movie for you. I got two movies for you. Okay, one's called One Bedroom. It's the number one BR, like you know, it's like an ad, right? Uh huh. It's a horror movie. Yeah, I'm never watching it. It was real dumb, but I watched it anyway. Entertaining. <laughs> yes, it was weird. I also watched the movie Dog with Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Yes, and it was pretty good. Okay. I remember like seeing the previews for this movie and being like, okay, it's about uh, this guy and the dog, like on a road trip. Like, how? Yeah. But it was quite emotional. I cried. No dogs die. I'm going to say this from the beginning because I was like, I am not watching a dog movie. If the dog dies, I had to Google it first. No dogs die. But I still was quite emotional. The bond between, you know, it is family movie night in our house tonight. I might suggest this. Yeah, there's some language in it. That's okay. Okay. Again, they watched Die Hard this okay. weekend. All right. I'm wrapping up here. I have two more. Million Dollar Listing on Bravo. New season has started. I really like it. It's just three agents and they're... Is not in- Josh Flagg Million Dollar Listing or is he a different... Yeah, no, oh. Josh Flagg, And he's recently divorcing his husband. Is As- his new dude in the show? Not yet. Ah. Not yet. But a lot of talk about his breakup with Bobby. And um, in previous years, it's always been like they hit these like agents against each other but instead of like this year it's there's just three of them and they have this really nice bond and this nice oh, friendship and i they might talk be about their that. like lives and i sometimes the drama gets to me that because you know it's all manufactured yeah you know so kind of enjoying that quite a bit I <laughs> like josh flag i really like him too and it's so interesting too because the la market has been so you know volatile yeah And so, like, to see them try to sell these houses for these ridiculous Mm -hmm. amounts when, like... And they're talking about, like, the rates are going up and it's hard. The bubble's going to burst. It's hard on them. So, it's good. Southern Hospitality, also on Bravo. And you're looking at me like, what? I don't know that that? show. Um, It's a spinoff from Southern Charm. Oh. And it's basically... Is it in its first season? It's in its first season. Oh, maybe I could watch that. It's basically a Bobo Vanderpump Rules. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. I was real against it at first, but I am enjoying it. Okay. And finally, Ginny and Georgia. Uh Uh-huh. Started watching that again. Season two. I haven't watched yet because I found that the first season stressed me out. I need to be on the right frame of mind. You know, as like a parent of a teen, I'm like, this is Hmm. a really stressful thing to watch, even though this is extreme teen behavior. Yeah. You gotta be on the right mindset. Okay. That being said, I have not watched a lot in the past month. We watched a lot of Christmas movies. Uh Look, if you are not watching Sister Wives, you need to see (laughs) season 17 only. Can I just jump in on season 17? I've never seen an episode of that show. I think you could. Here's the deal. When the show started, it was about a man and his three wives and then how their lives worked. And at the time, they were all living in the same house and had like You know, different apartments essentially within this house. That was 17 seasons ago. An additional wife joined. They moved from Utah because they were going to be arrested. They like outran the law basically to Vegas. Oh, my God. They bought four brand new houses on a cul-de-sac in Vegas, lived there for a number of years, and then they moved to Flagstaff, Arizona, where they bought property, Coyote Pass, and they were going to build houses on this property, and several years ago, pre-COVID, they moved to Flagstaff, but... They hadn't built anything yet. So they all moved into all these four different houses. And that was the beginning of the end because mm-hmm. they lived in all different places. And one of the four wives when they moved there was already, this is Mary, not really having a marital relationship with her husband, but remained spiritually married to him. Anyway, season 10 at 17, the wheels come off. At the be- end of season 16, one of the wives has announced that she's leaving by the, the reunion oh, episode. Okay. There are three wives that are no longer married to him. Oh, spoiler alert! But if you've been anywhere on the internet, it's everywhere. So, so he's just married to one now. Yeah, and the only one he's actually legally married to. There's oh. so much drama in this season. A lot happens. Cody is really shown to be the garbage person that he is. Mm-hmm. He's just not a good dude. <sighs> this season was highly satisfying.
1: As okay, I washer. might jump
0: in. I might jump in. Give it a try. And there's a lot you can fast forward to, but whenever the the four wives and Cody are having conversation, you got to focus on that. Okay. Okay. So uh, my daughter and I are always looking for shows to watch together. We have been watching season two of The Home Edit. That's a good kid show to watch with your 12-year-old. Now, fair... I am going to tell you something that is not going to make me look very good, but I'm going to be honest here on the podcast, and that is that I am very envious of their success. That's okay. That's the truth. That's okay. The show is easy to watch. My daughter's super into it. She loves, like, the organization aspect, even though she's messier than I am. She has a interest in interior design, mm. so she likes looking at it from that aspect. It's a nice show for us to watch together there's a lot of screaming on that show screaming like just a lot of like oh. a lot of this going on a lot of but look those they're not ladies for me. I'm sorry have hustled they oh have hustled. I I can appreciate that for sure and they have built something really incredible and they I'm always looking for stuff to watch is this kid. is this season that you're watching right now is it new no it's been out for months It's pre Clio getting sick. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. And they haven't announced like a third season, not that I'm aware of. Abbott Elementary is another one that she and I like to watch together. The third season of Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris is how you're supposed to say it. Oh, really? Look, it's pure eye candy. I can't. I could. I think I watched most of season one. Could never just get into it. I. It's just throwaway. It's just, I don't, it's... Where do they actually film that at? They're they've got to be in Paris. Are They've they? got to be in Paris. Okay, maybe I'll watch just for that. Kate Walsh? Yeah, from um Grey's? Grey's Yeah. So she she was in the first season very briefly. Well, she she's, was like a boss or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's heavily in the third oh. season. She's completely this over-the-top character who is very funny. There's lots of drama in the third season. Obviously, it's all very low-stakes drama. Mm-hmm. Eye candy. I enjoy it. And finally on Netflix... I just finished the series The Recruit. Now, let me tell you. The Recruit stars Noah Centineo, who is like the cutest thing on Netflix mm-hmm. from To All the Boys I'd Loved Before, among many other things. Yeah, He plays a lawyer for the CIA who's like new to his job and gets in way over his head. Mm. It's action-packed. It is super unbelievable that any of this would actually happen, <laughs> but it's so entertaining. Oh. It ends on a cliffhanger. So, you're hoping for a season two? There better be a season two. <laughs> like, you're so invested. He acts like a 20 year old with nothing to lose. Oh my gosh. It is highly entertaining. I might watch it. Eight episodes. Did you watch it with your husband? No. He doesn't watch anything new. The man does not watch anything new. He is rewatching 90210 right now, which I am watching with him, actually. <laughs> but we're in a really annoying season of 90210. What season? It's their seniors in high school. Like that's like one of my favorite seasons. Why don't Kelly just came back from Paris? Oh, the whole reek thing drives me freaking bananas. Brenda just Brenda just came back from Paris. That's Kelly great. and that's Dylan one of the hook triangle. up over the summer. Yeah. and then there's all this like back and forth where like Kelly is super broody because she's waiting for Dylan and Brenda something to happen, and then they just broke up last night, and then Dylan shows up in Kelly's bedroom while she's painting. Oh, she's painting her room black or something, right? And then she switched to blue and she was sponge painting it. Yes. Bad. Anyway, I was like, you did not waste any time. Just hopped from one to the next. Brenda leaves his house and he speeds on over to Kelly. Anyway. R.I.P. I just the Nikki and Brandon season. Yeah, Nikki's not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just did that whole Rosie O'Donnell Are you having sex? Are you having sex? Which is I remember terrible. (laughs) Donna's gonna get drunk and (laughs) just those are great, (laughs) iconic episodes. I don't know it's, it's Steve just broke into the school to change his grades. That's, I mean, that's great stuff. Great time. I might have to watch that. Anyway, the answer is no, he did not watch this. I thought he might like it though. Um, there's definitely enough action. It's pretty funny. The recruit. Oh, good cast. I enjoyed it. Let's move on to what we're reading. Well, I haven't read shit. So okay. <laughs> I will say that I haven't read anything. I've been watching a lot of stuff, obviously, yeah. but I did, uh, have a new a couple new books that are downloaded and or pre-ordered. Do you want to hear what they are? I'm I hoping to get to them this month. Okay. The first one is Spare by Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. You talked about it earlier. We were talking about our no spend month and I went to look in my Audible and I had a credit. So there you go. I, I, there was my loophole. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. The next one is called Love Clancy, Diary of a Good Dog by W. Bruce Cameron. He also wrote A Dog's Purpose and A Dog's Way Home. Had you read any of those books? No, but they're always in the Scholastic Book Fair. Like, oh, I are they? Those are like, n- n- yes. Listen, the only reason I bought this is because my first dog was named Clancy, yes. and I was shocked to see, like, anybody else had their dog named Clancy, uh-huh. so this is why I bought it. I'm expecting it to be kind of sad. It's from, like, the dog's perspective. Okay. Oof. The last book that I downloaded is called The Last Birthday by Gary Goldstein, who was a writer of one of the Hallmark movies that we reviewed over the winter break. I just really enjoy him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to give his book a, a try. Mm-hmm. So those are my three books that I plan to read hopefully this month. Well, I've read a lot, but very little that I can recommend. Oh, however, yesterday, in one day I read A Heart That Works by Rob Delaney. How many pages is that? How do you do that in one day? I don't know, it's on Kindle. I have no idea how many pages it is. It took me a few hours to it read. It doesn't like make you fall asleep or No, because this book, is the actor Rob Delaney. It's about I don't know who Rob Delaney is. He's the co-star of Catastrophe? No, still don't know. Let me Google my. You, you will talk. know. You watched Catastrophe. Oh, with Sharon I Morgan. That. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I need to see his face though. He's also the co-writer of that show. He had a son, Henry, who died from brain cancer, and this oh is God. Henry's story. Oh my gosh. And of course it is sad, but it is also funny. He's very funny and it's a really beautiful story of Henry's life and tribute to Henry. All of this kind of occurs while Catastrophe is filming And oh, season gosh. four. I believe is filmed after the death of his son. He was diagnosed uh, just before his first birthday, died at age two, oh, lived buddy. a very medically complicated life, spent the majority of his life in the hospital. But it is, like I said, a really beautiful story and a pretty quick read it's just a really nice tribute to his son's life and the way he looks at how he's like i felt honored to take care of him i felt honored to manage his tracheostomy i recommend it Oh, my God. I'm going to have to put that on my damn list now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I was just going to, like, purchase it on Audible, and then I remember I don't have any credits. Oh, so I'm going to no. have to wait. Go so. to Libby. Oh, look, get a library card. I have a library card. Okay. Go to Libby. They got audiobooks. Okay. I'll do that. I find this to be the lightest category for us lately, and that is the listening category. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Well, I recently unsubscribed... From so many podcasts a great idea. in my library. A great idea. I was like, I don't listen to this. I don't listen to this. Nope. I don't listen to this. Why is it here? Yeah, I just I'm... scroll past it every single day. Yeah. So I really need some listener recommendations. <gasps> Please. I like true crime stuff. Uh-huh. I like self-help stuff. I like light pop culture stuff. So send me your recs. But I do have a couple that I've been listening to. First up is called Back to the Beach with Kristen and Steven <laughs> and they recap the Laguna Beach episodes. So that is why I'm doing the rewatch because I'm listening to their episodes and watching the episodes and listening and watching and listening and watching and I it is so good. I not a huge fan of Kristen Cavallari. Cavallari? Mm-hmm. Cavallari. Anyway, just because you can cut that up. When I first saw that they were doing a podcast, I was like, I'm not interested. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't care. But for some reason, I decided to listen to it, and it was really interesting to hear them talk about super unfiltered mm-hmm. about the production of the show, yeah. how it's pieced together, how these scenes did not unfold like how we watch them. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember, that's like an early reality TV show. Sure. And they talk about how things are so manufactured, like, please say this line, please create this drama, so on and so forth. They've had guests on their show. They ended the season, season one, with Lauren Conrad on the shows that the three of them talked, and it was great. It was great. Dang it. Now I got to listen to this. Uh, Yes. It was great. Look, I was not a big fan of Kristen in her Laguna Beach days. However... I did watch her later reality show. She's like kick-ass businesswoman. You she's gotta a give it to super her. kick-ass businesswoman. I agree. She's like super mom too. Yes, yeah, super mom. Very into her kids. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how she is portrayed on that on Laguna Beach. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they made me really. She goes, I was a fun girl, mm-hmm. and they had. So pitted them in that triangle Mm -hmm. and made her really look like the bitch. Mm -hmm. And she just was like, I was not that way. I like to have fun. And yes, I dated boys and like whatever. But anyway, it's, it's very listenable. Okay. Okay. Well, I am going to follow your advice and this is going to lead into what I'm going to talk about. I need to unsubscribe from a number of podcasts, but the first thing I did is I subscribed to a number of influencer slash online content creating slash marketing podcasts Mm -hmm. uh, because sometimes I like that information and I find it motivating and I want to keep my ear to the ground of things we should be working on. They're not all for me. I've been trying to give them all a little bit of a listen, but I did recently listen to an episode of Do the Brave Thing by Kate Doster, and it was episode 236. If anybody want, wants to go listen, this podcast was formerly called Inbox Besties, then it was an email marketing podcast, and she wanted to broaden the scope of what she was able to talk about after 236 episodes. It's an online business podcast, all things all, Anyway. Episode 236 is largely about digital bankruptcy, and I think that's Mm -hmm. a good episode to listen to going into the beginning of the year, and I don't want to give away everything she talks about because I think you should listen to it. It's only fair. But it's about starting fresh in a way that does not involve just like deleting all of your emails. She talks Mm -hmm. about like email archiving and photo archiving in a really easy, manageable way that leaves these things still very accessible to you, Mm -hmm. but also leaves you with a blank page to start the year with. Oh, interesting. And I think that goes along with deleting the podcast that you're not listening to. I liked the actionable steps and it made me want to keep listening because I like podcasts that have actionable stuff. Mm -hmm. And I would also very much like your podcast recommendations. Yeah. Hey, I have one to recommend for you. Mm. I don't know if it's for you though. (laughs) It's called the one sure thing with Elizabeth lame. It's her new podcast. Oh yes. I haven't listened to it yet. It's about death and dying. Yeah. Um, Granted, I have only... There's only a handful of episodes out, three maybe. Hmm. I listened to the first episode with her sister, and it was kind of a mess. They talked about the death of their parents. And it was just like, there was no structure to it. So Mm -hmm. it was, you know, like I I understand, like you have to get your footing a little bit. Mm -hmm. She's a seasoned podcaster, but like a new topic. Mm -hmm. So yeah, your outline, whatever. Anyway, so I'm going to keep giving it a try. I, I can remember... When Elizabeth Lame had her mommy podcast, I can't even remember what it was called. Totally mommy. That's right. Totally mommy. And they, this was years ago and they were, her and her co-host Vanessa were talking about this child who had been ill. And she went on to talk about how she was struggling with the idea of death and like mm, the afterlife. I remember this conversation. Do you? And, and she, she followed this child online. Yes, th- their parents. Yes. exactly. And she made the comment like about the life of a flower, how it dies, and the flower doesn't regenerate to anything that we Mm. are aware of so how is that different from like a person and like so she's very like interested in what's next Mm -hmm. so and that story has always stuck with me ever since then so i'm i'm interested to see like the guests that she has on and a lot of doctors i think okay anyway yeah i have had it in the back of my mind to give it a try Mm. okay because i like elizabeth lane me too but please email us at meganandwendy at gmail.com with your email or your email with your podcast recommendations. Hey, let's take a quick break and come right back with our first approved items of 2023. Okay. We're back with Megan and Wendy Approved where we each share something we're using and loving. What do you have? Two products that I purchased months ago. Uh-huh. They are uh, lip products. The first one is PCA Skin Hyaluronic Acid Lip Booster. The second one is Polish Choice Hyaluronic Acid and Peptide Lip Booster. Both claim to reduce the appearance of lip lines. I need that. Um, I just got on like a bug in my butt one night, and I was like, I need a wonder product, and I don't. I ended up buying both of those. I I think essentially they do the same job one is a little more like ointment based Mm -hmm. where the other one is kind of glossy so i i tend to use the ointment one like at night Mm -hmm. and then the i use the glossy one like in the morning when i'm getting ready yes um and do i know if they're like making a huge improvement i don't know because i'm not consistent Mm because you know i am windy (laughs) uh but they're so nice I love them, and I'm really trying to like the lines are on my foot, my lips are me too starting to really show and my years age. Of straw usage, oh, yeah, not smokers, straws. Mm-hmm. oh my God, I hadn't even thought about mm-hmm. that. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> save the turtles guys, save your lips. that should be the campaign, seriously. Well, when we were in Denver, Wendy and I went to Sephora and I purchased a number of things. And one of the items that I purchased was a set from the brand Pharmacy. And the set is the Honey Haven set, which is still available on the Pharmacy website. It is sold out on the Sephora website. And I tell you that because it has three products at a good value. But one of the products in that kit was the Honey Potion Plus Ceramide Hydration Mask. It's a hydrating mask. It feels like honey. It smells like honey. Mm -hmm. My skin feels so good after using this. Have you used it since we were in Denver? No. We used it in Denver where the weather was very dry. I've used it either two or three times since coming home. Mm -hmm. I love it. My skin just feels so good and moisturized and like plump. It just feels good after. This is a great winter mask mask. I really enjoy it. I like all of the products in that kit. So the mask alone is $41. The kit is $60. So if you wanted to try the Honey Halo Moisturizer, which I'm really liking. Have you used that at all since we've gotten home? I did use that last night, actually. And then the Honeymoon Glow Serum, which I've used a a few times it's hard to know with the serum, like, what's helping as I mm-hmm. alternate products like that. But I do love the Honey Halo Moisturizer and the Honey Potion Plus Mask, especially if you live somewhere dry. That wraps up our Pop Culture Club episode. Before we go, we would love your five-star rating and review on Long Story Short with Megan and Wendy. You can send us your thoughts on today's episode at Wendy at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.